Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of Hashtag Morris Mondays. I'm your host, Dr. James T. Morris, presiding elder, Central Florida District Christian Methodist Episcopal Church, and pastor of Carter Tabernacle in Orlando, Florida. Glad to have you with us today. Well, we just celebrated the first Sunday in March. March. In 1981, it was designated as Women's History Month for the purpose of, of honoring, celebrating, acknowledging, recognizing the contributions of women through their struggle in these United States. I thought because it was March, Women's History Month, that I might lift up the names of a few women who are not often heard, but women who were important to this nation, important to women's movement. These women happen to be African-American women because unlike uh, their counterparts of other races, they are often lost to the annals of time and never really known about. So I just want to lift up a few today as we celebrate Women's History Month because of the importance of women, not only today, but throughout the existence of the world. The first woman I'd like to call her name is Phyllis Wheatley. She was the first published African-American poet. Wheatley was born in West Africa and brought to the shores of the United States, of course, in chains as a slave. I understand history to record that uh, Wheatley uh, became self-educated and when it was discovered that she could actually read and write, rather than punish her, the family that owned her encouraged her to continue her reading and writing. As a result, she became a published woman. She went to England where she wrote her first poems, then came back to the United States. And in 1773, she was awarded her freedom. We salute the first African-American poet, Phyllis Wheatley. The second woman I'd like to raise for your understanding is the first college grad, first African-American college graduate woman. Her name was Mary Jane Patterson. Mary went on to become a renowned educator whose passion was teaching young black children. Because of her efforts and because of her passion, many, many black children, particularly in the state of Ohio, learned to read and write and develop her passion for education. She's a graduate of Oberlin College in Ohio, and she went on to do many outstanding things in the fields of education in the state of Ohio. 
Her work has far-reaching arms because many of her students went on to other places, other cities, other states in this nation, and they have the mark of Mary Jane Patterson on them. The next woman I would like to introduce you to is Maggie Lena Mitchell. Miss Mitchell became the first African-American woman bank president in 1903 in Richmond, Virginia. She founded St. Luke Penny Savings Bank. Because of her efforts, many black people could bank and could get loans because of Miss Mitchell. As a result of her work, the Penny Savings grew and it merged in with several other banks in Richmond, Virginia. And the, the rudiments of that bank are still operating to this day. We support her efforts. We thank God for her work and how she helped to change the economy for African-Americans in Richmond, Virginia. We salute Maggie Lena Mitchell. The next person I'd like to introduce you to is the first African-American woman to refuse to give up her seat on a Montgomery, Alabama bus. No, not Rosa Parks, but Claudette Colvin. Miss Colvin refused to give up her seat 10 months before Rosa Parks. We celebrate Claudette Colvin for refusing to give up her seat, an unsung hero who actually began the Montgomery bus boycotts. Thank you, Ms. Colvin. Next, I'd like to introduce you to the first White House correspondent. She was an African-American woman. Her name is Alice Dunnigan. She was born in my birth state of Kentucky. She is a graduate of Kentucky State University, an HBCU in Kentucky. In 1947, Miss Dunnigan became the first African-American woman correspondent covering the White House from 1947 until Lyndon Baines Johnson in 1960. For we salute Miss Dunnigan. Now, let me introduce you to the first Black woman Nobel Peace Prize winner. Her name is Wangari Matai. Miss Matai was a Kenyan ecologist whose concern for our ecosystem caused her to write many papers, many articles on how to preserve the ecology, particularly in Africa. She saw so many animals going into extinction. She saw so many plants and uh, other vegetation leaving the planet. She's a biologist. So she decided that she'd better do all she could to preserve the beauty of her nation. As a result, 
in 2004, she was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for her work in ecological systems. We salute the ecologist, Kenyan-born, Wangari Madai. This is just a few of the women who have made significant contributions to this nation. I lifted up these African-American women again because many of them, their names have never been called, they've never written, written about in the history books and not the conversation around many kitchen tables. But I would like to encourage all of the African-American women listening to me today to search out these women of historical importance. Teach them to your young ladies. Teach them to your young girls. To encourage them, to help them to understand that they too can grow up and be whoever they want to be. Women have always always had an important place in our history. In my life, my mother was the most important woman in my life, taught me so many things. I am who I am today, largely because of the things that my mother taught me. You know, I can remember when I first went to elementary school, and I went to George Rogers Clark Elementary School in Paducah, Kentucky. There were only two little black boys at that entire school when I went. And I went because my father had to go and fight the gerrymandering that was taking place around the street where we lived. So that that particular street where me and my friend lived would be gerrymandered into another district, district way across town where the other African-American children went. But my father and my mother determined that I would have an education and not have to go clear across town, determined that I would go to George Rogers Clark University, Clark Elementary. <laughs> and they fought for me to go there. And I can remember going to that school. And before I got out of the car, my mother turned around and looked at me as I was sitting in the back seat. And she says, don't forget, you're a Morris. Do us proud. That left an indelible imprint upon my psyche. My mother said, don't forget who you are and do us proud. That still resonates with me because my mother told me the importance of who I was. Mothers, please tell your children how important they are. They'll remember it for a long time to come. So, we salute African-American women. We love you. And we want you to always teach us to be our best.
Well, that's it for this edition of Hashtag Morris Mondays. As we celebrate Women's History Month, I hope you will celebrate the women who are important in your life. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, heaven is watching how we respond. You can listen to Hashtag Morris Mondays anytime via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and where other podcast outlets are available.